Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. So by now you would have seen Tony Abbott and his speech that he made at the UK Trade Envoy. And I read it yesterday in the Telegraph. And what I've learned about Tony Abbott, Tony Abbott is a very smart man. And he's, he's very pragmatic as well. And I think his pragmatism might outweigh his compassion. So more or less, he's claimed it was costing the Australian government as much as $200,000 to give an elderly person an extra year's life, substantially beyond the government. Uh, what the government would usually pay for life-saving drugs. He was saying that during this COVID crisis, families maybe let their elderly family members die of natural Mm. causes rather than fund it. Isn't it nice that he trained as a priest with all that compassion? And there's a lot of... If you read the whole article, he's not actually just saying let old people die. He's playing a little bit of devil's advocate about it, but a lot of media outlets have cherry-picked those bits. But he is talking about... He said the hard conversation of how much is a life worth. Exactly. And making a maths decision. And that's why he's very pragmatic. But pragmatic can seem... It's not very compassionate, is it? You know, I, my father was a pragmatist and I, I've been raised in that in that world and there is a degree of a lack of compassion that comes through there. And I'm not saying my dad wasn't compassionate, but when they give the hard facts, you go, oh, okay, do, do we need but to know? Some that? people are also saying yeah. he's over there working, he wants to get a job there employed by Boris Johnson as a post-Brexit trade envoy. Yep. People are saying, will he be working for them? I don't think he's working on Australia's best interest, so why is he still then being paid all those entitlements an ex-Prime Minister gets? I can't answer that question. He mm. did go on to say this. Every life is precious. And every death is sad, but that's never stopped families sometimes electing to make elderly relatives as comfortable as possible while nature takes its course. So the whole financial aspect, so I'm watching the news last night and like me, you probably feel just quite fatigued with the amount of information we get. But the big news yesterday is we are we're in, in a recession. recession. But really, let's just break it down a bit. We were told we were going to be in recession three months ago. So this is not new news. Mm. But then Hugh Remington delivered, I think, probably the most articulate part of or the best graph that I've seen about how we compare to the rest of the world financially. Does the economic argument stack up? The US, where freedoms are cherished, has 13 times Australia's population, but 280 times our death toll, and its GDP has shrunk 9% in the latest quarter after falling 33% in the three months before. Britain, which was slower than us to respond, has nearly three times our population, but more than 60 times our death toll, and its GDP is down more than 20% in the last three months. And the big one, what about us? Our death toll is far lower and the economic damage, appalling as it is, is so far much less. We're at 7%. Which just shows you can have compassion yeah. and, and cop the economic hit when it's still not as bad as, we've been, as we're seeing. And that's the take home from this. 280 times in the US, their death rate compared to us, they're at 9%. That's after a hit of 30. Yeah. Britain... 60 times our death rate, and they've got still got 20%. We're, we're doing this. We're doing this really well, and that's what I got out of it. So go to work today and feel, you know, we're doing this okay. Wear your mask, do all that stuff. And we can take care of our elderly yeah. without fear you've got to make a decision. We can have our cake and eat it. This is really good stuff. Charm Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.